Hello, 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 and welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be discussing HBO Max, the streaming service, what we like, what we don't like, our top picks, uh, Justin's thoughts about cars and Republicans and uh, my bathroom habits. We really get into some good stuff today. Uh, join us, won't you? Jim, I'm always fucking feeling that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. Uh, I'm your top guy, Jim Davis. With me is the other top guy, Justin Gardy. Justin, how are you? Um, doing well, Jim. Uh, you know, how's work? Work's going well. I uh, I'm in my third week of training, so I'm still trying to you know learn the ropes. I got some people there that I like. Uh, the product is interesting. You know, it's selling services rather than selling technology. But we're not here to talk about sales shit. Uh, that'll be a separate podcast where we'll talk about sales shit. This one here, we're, we're here to talk about movies. Shows. Uh, we're here to talk about popular culture, just fun stuff like that. Well, can I jump in real quick? Uh, this is a little bit of a, this is a little bit of a side note, but I was driving, you know, and as you know, I'm in the Midwest. You know, the, yeah, uh, right outside of Chicago. Though. Well, Chicago and Minneapolis, so uh, it's suburbs, hubs, hubs of the Midwest. Well, I mean, how long does it take to get from Dallas all the way across? Three hours. Yeah. Okay, so in three hours, if I drive really fast, I might make it to kind of Minneapolis. So, I mean, it's not too far off. Anyways, why would anyone in their right mind buy a Ford Explorer? Now, I rented one of these, you know, and it's a nice car inside. I'll give it that. I, you know, it's comfy. Why would anyone ever buy a Ford Explorer? How racist are you to purchase a Ford Explorer? <laughs> Hold on. Like, <laughs> Hold on. What? Why? Why? Why the Ford Explorer in particular is what I want to know. Because okay, I can understand so, a pickup truck. I can understand pickup truck, Dodge Charger. You know the one. A that Dodge Charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Jeep with like uh, decals all over it about the army. Yeah. Well, that's that, out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can understand. Ford Explorer seems like a very generic SUV. Well, at first it's the, now. Listen, I'm not. I'm. I'm all for the you know, law enforcement. It's a cop car. First. So forgetting even everything that's going on, forget even any of that, why would you ever buy a car that a cop's driving? It's just like the Crown Victoria. That was an ugly-ass car. The people bought that thing, too. My brother drove a Crown Vic. One of the most comfortable cars I've ever sat in in my life. Yeah, it's like a boat. It's a sub- lower suburban, essentially. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I don't know. You want to blend in? You want other cops to think you're cool? I mean, I guess it's a Republican car, but I mean... If we're, if we're talking about Republican cars and Democrat cars, what's a Democrat car? I mean, obviously a Prius is going to fall well, into that category. I mean, I drive, a, I drive a Subaru. I like trees. I like leaves. I like mountains. The Forester, the Impreza. The Crosstrack's a very popular. The Crosstrack. Oh, yeah. I mean, what you have in those cars essentially are liberal people uh, and lesbians, which are, you know, they're in the Venn diagram <laughs> of society, they fall directly in the center. That's just a circle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but what, what I'm doing is when I when I, when I'm pulling off in a Subaru, what I'm telling people is I'm I'm very green. I'm um, sure. I'm conscious about what's going on in the environment, but I'm coming out in a Patagonia jacket, you know. And then they're like, "Oh, this guy," you know. So which is basically Patagonia is basically <laughs> the Subaru of clothes. You know, you want me to climb mountains today? Sure. You want me to <laughs> make some deals the next day? Okay. But I'll tell you You're- one thing: I'm not going to do. I'm going to tell you one thing: I'm not going to do. vote Trump. I'm not. I'm not eating at Jimmy John's. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't eat there. You wouldn't eat at Jimmy John's. Not Chick Fil A. You're never gonna see a Subaru in line at Chick Fil A or at Jimmy John's. Although oh, no, actually, um, 
That's not false. I uh, had Jimmy John this weekend. That's why I mentioned it. Because my son wanted it and I got it. Um, you know, I was like, you know, one elephant, whatever. You know, it's, I mean, support support the Republican guy who contributes to Trump's campaign and shoots elephants. No big deal. Yeah. Okay. The shooting elephants that would be the reason. But if you were to not support any company, every company that supported Trump, uh, what would we? What, my pillow, Papa John's. There's thousands. Jimmy John's. Dude, there's thousands. Oh yeah. There's there's plenty. You drive there's, a goddamn. Infinity QX37 or whatever. I mean, come on now. Any car over like five, 10 inches high, you're Republican. I'm a, I'm a moron. I buy cars based on just the way they look. I don't think about the engine, the resale value, how yeah, long it's going to last, you know, whether it breaks down or not. I look at a car. It's the same way I buy guitars. It's the same way I, you know, I buy everything. I look at it I, and I think to myself, is that aesthetically pleasing? Do I want to look at that when I come out in the morning? Do I want to look at that when I go X or Y, Z? The answer is yes. The wallet comes out. Purchases are made. Next thing you know, I'm driving around in an Affinity QX80. Well, is there any chance that you could um, take all that philosophy, theory, or whatever bullshit you just said and apply it to your fucking (laughs) pants that you wear and not those purple ones from Target? I mean, Uh, what's aesthetically pleasing about those things? I love a, a loud pair of pants. You know, you wear them to brunch. You wear them on the golf course. You know, yeah. you look you look like you're standing out. You got to stand out in a crowd. You go to the golf course. You can't just wear grays and blacks the whole time. You got to absolutely. Yeah. You got to you got to put it on. You know what those are? Those pants are good for. I wear them all year round, so it doesn't really matter. But they're good for Easter. You wear those pants at Easter. Easter pants. They're a little mm-hmm. dark for Easter. I thought you might want it a little lighter. Well, that's the thing. You wear a, a very light pastel top, polo. So uh, you look like a complete douchebag. Yeah. That's the look I'm going for. Put on a white belt and a pair of penny loafers. Total douchebag. Yeah, for the audience out there, I can't wait till, you know, hopefully, you know, when we get a following, because we should. I mean, I see no reason why not. Um, I laughed at myself in the podcast. I I was trying to think of comedies that have made it. I mean, we, we could talk about David Schwimmer. Is David Schwimmer funnier than me? No. David, David Schwimmer is not funnier Schwimmer. than me. <laughs> no, David Schwimmer hasn't been in anything since Friends, I think. I, don't, okay. I can't remember the last time I saw him and in a show think, or a movie or anything. Do you think he is able to live off his whatever he made off Friends? Oh, easy. Yeah. So there, that's my point. That's my his point. kids' kids will be able to live off whatever he made from Friends. And it's not just because of the, the money he got paid per episode. It's all the residuals. Friends gets played. Speaking of Friends... That show is on HBO Max, so if you did want to go there and watch it, you can. And as I was scrolling through some of the best shows, there's a ton of amazing shows on HBO Max that I did not know about. And what I mean, like, amazing shows, I mean, like, you know, old shows, you know, not new shows. So I think this is a good segue to jump into uh, what our episode's all about today. So... um, you want me to kick it off and kind of give a little intro, or what do we got? Yeah, yeah. You kick it off. We'll talk about what we're going to talk about, and then we'll jump into okay. our picks. I got a lot of picks. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Right okay. So, so guys, what, what what I wanted to do is I know we did the Netflix one, and I the Netflix, which is more, I feel, the universal. I mean, that was like the first, you know, uh, video on demand uh, platform. We did that. And so, what I want to do now is service. the first streaming stre- service. Streaming service, okay. Yeah. Streaming service. Thank you, Jim. And so then, <laughs> so then, I want to do HBO Max, and I chose 2010 randomly. And it would be interesting because we could probably go deeper into this and really like. I mean, this could be like a 10 week episode. Um, but HBO Max, I said choose the top 10, top three shows. So we're gonna have honorable mentions because. 
we're smarter. I'm sure we have some ones that we thought about. And I, uh, and then it's also, how do you, um, when I say top three shows, you know, are, are we looking at shows that are just HBO Max exclusive? You know, there's a lot. The point is, is this is a banger. I mean, this, that library is large, very that's, large. That's what I was saying too, is that, you know, it's if we're talking about rankings of streaming services, I mean, Netflix is up there, sure, because like you said, it was the, it's the OG, it's the original. But I got to say, HBO Max is right at the top with Netflix. And oh yeah, the reason why I say that is be- for a couple of reasons. One is they've got new movies coming out, right? And that's a whole other tangent we could talk about, you know, whether you go to the movie theater, you watch it on your on your iPad or whatever. Um, but they also have original program and original programming, and then they also have uh, legacy HBO prestige shows whenever you want them. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, if you t- even if you take the year out of the 2010, and I and I just randomly picked that one because I figured that was the last decade. Um, I mean, there. It's a lot. It's a beast. I think in terms of like, if you only had to use one platform for the rest of your life, HBO Max might actually be, might take the cake, right? If you wanted to start just from scratch right now and you can only have one. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking, if you're on a desert island, it doesn't make any sense, the analogy. But if you're on a desert island and they say you're limited to one of these streaming services, which one do you want? Uh, for me, it's right now, it's probably going to be HBO Max. There's a lot. There's a lot on there. And we'll get to all that stuff in just a minute. But... What I wanted to ask you about was, uh, let's, I mean, I, we might be able to do a whole other podcast around this, but, you know, if I were to give you, and just really quickly off the off the seat of your pants, Netflix, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and uh, Apple TV, you know, rank those one through five. Go. Uh, Matt, HBO Max is first. Netflix, Hulu, but Hulu's got the live TV aspect of it. Are we calling, counting that one? I don't have Hulu, though. I got rid of it. Uh, in terms of movies, Netflix is ahead of Hulu. What were the other two? Uh, Amazon Apple TV. Prime. Amazon Prime's movies aren't that great, the free ones. When we're talking. I agree. And, and um, there's shows. I mean, there aren't. You didn't like Jack Ryan. I thought Jack Ryan got the job done. I can't even think of any other ones. And then uh, Apple TV's horrendous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got that movie with with Tom Hanks on the boat and the water splashing and blashing. I never watched that. Did you watch that one? <laughs> no, I never watched that. Tom Hanks is like in a bunch of movies that I've never watched, which I think is insane because I love Tom Hanks and I pretty much would watch anything he would do. But News of the World, uh, there just isn't a part of me that's interested in watching that uh, movie. And then the other one you were talking about with the splashing and blashing around. Yeah, I didn't watch that one either. There's another one, though. There's a few that he's come out with that are like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Deep movies. They're like very... Like, it's just like, Tom, just... You know what? That's the other thing. Like, Tom, I don't understand why you're still working. Like, just go get out of there. Go. He he loves it. He does it because he loves it. But he's not doing a good job at it. I mean, he's picking some some bad roles. I don't know who used to pick his roles, but he needs to rehire that guy because it's all fucked up. <laughs> all right, so I, I got I to gotta agree with your ranking, although I'd probably put Netflix at the top and then HBO Max second. Why? Tell me uh, why with Netflix. I, I like Netflix's original programming. I like that they invest in comics and stand-up comedy showcases. Um, and I like that they're they're more experimental and they're willing to throw good money after bad on on good shows and bad shows. I think that, you know when they get it right, it's really right. 
and they get a lot of it wrong, but that's okay. Um, and I think that it's, again, like you said, it's the original, um, and there's a lot of great programming on Netflix. Um, HBO Max, again, there's a ton of legacy great programming on there. There's a ton of great mm-hmm. original programming on there. Uh, great movies. There's there's new release movies coming out on HBO Max, and that's a big thing. My third one would be probably Amazon Prime. And the only reason I would put that above Hulu is because I like that pretty much anywhere you can't find something streaming, you can type it into Amazon Prime and usually get, you know, yeah, but a, a you're waiter. paying for it though. They, yeah. You're... Yeah, you're getting a way to rent it. I mean, I don't care. I'll pay $3.99 for Footloose, you know. <laughs> like it doesn't bother me. If that's what I want to watch, I'll do that. But it's nice that Yeah, there's but you're a comparing two different things now. That's not what it's about, HBO Max and, and all that. I know you're paying for No, no, no. Flat. We're just we're just talking about the platform right now. That's all. Whether or not you're getting charged for things, that's irrelevant. I'm just talking about the platform overall. So Amazon Prime's three, then Hulu's four, and then Apple TV's last. Apple TV sucks. And you would think with a company with a market cap and what they have and the billions of dollars at their disposal that they'd be they'd be cranking out material. But uh, they're definitely not doing that. Well, they're not not cranking out material. I just like Braxton actually told me, and that's a, that's a guy that um, we, we work with. Just bought a boat. Top guy. Just bought a boat. Oh, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, so just if you want to know a little bit about Jim real quick, and this is a side rant. Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm going down to Austin in two weeks. If you guys don't know, I'm in the Midwest, but I think I said that about probably about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> my son lives here. La da da. I'm just trying to make sure she, my, you know, my ex doesn't fuck him up more than she does. So, anyways, going to Austin in two weeks. Braxton bought a boat. Big time stuff. It's like, hey, Jim. You know, Jim's married, but that doesn't really mean anything in terms of like. Married people can still go on boats. Jim, why don't you go on the boat? You know, you go on the boat six, seven hours, sun beaming, drinks gleaming, and you stare at hot ass all day. No, <laughs> he's rather, he's rather, you know, sitting at home with his guitar, jerking off the John Mayer and all that shit. And it's like, it's ridiculous. You know, I, I got to get you on the boat. This boat, <laughs> this boat is haddock. First of all, the capacity, he says 13. We're at 12. I've told Braxton, one, do boats like start sinking when it's too heavy? That's the first issue. Two, yes. do you even know how to drive a boat drunk? Like he he bought a boat. It's <laughs> like it's almost like a six year old just buying a bike and going like like it's bizarre. Like I don't like we're not going fast. You know we're cruising and bruising. We're drinking. You know it's basically a floating Walgreens is what it basically is. <laughs> well, uh, it sounds like a good time. I I don't do boats. I'm not a boat guy. I'm too pale guy. to do boats. I don't like being out on the water all day dehydrated slamming drinks that's not well, my i like to be in, a, in, a, in an air-conditioned restaurant drinking martinis with a bathroom close by that's what i like i want to blow ass i want to go into a sushi restaurant want to blow ass <laughs> want to drink some sake have a good time well i told i told Brad. i told um i'm calling actually a lawyer in austin tomorrow um child custody lawyer just so i have really? him on call for yeah just i have him on call for nine months from now because I'm going. I'm oh. playing it and banging it to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm preparing. <laughs> the the rubber's right. on as soon as you leave the house. As soon, as, well, yeah. I'm gonna be on the plane. They're like, "Sir, why are you walking a little funny?" And I'm just like, "Because I'm wearing a condom." <laughs> oh, and I just, you know, I'm just all I'm just all prepared. So let's let's get back to this because there's something I want to say before you get into Please. your. We were very close, spot on with Netflix. I can guarantee you. We might have one of the same show movie in our top three or whatever you want to call it. I don't think we'll have two. Yeah, I think you're right. 
this is just this is very we could have even came more prepared this could be literally this hbo max as i'm looking though one thing there's a new show that came out uh, mayor of east town supposedly pretty good with kate winslet well, it's like a murder, dude. It's right up your alley. It's like a murder mystery. It's you know, but I, the only thing, the only reason why I don't think it's up your alley is because it looks like it moves kind of slow. You it know, does Did it you looks watch very it dreary, very slow, very long panning shots of woods and shit. I can't do yeah. it. But I haven't watched any of it yet. I do love Kate Winslet. She's, uh, you know, she shows her tits in probably like ninety-five percent of the movies that she does. Does right she? You want a lot of respect. Guy. <laughs> you're one of those guys like oh i love when actresses oh look oh she shows her just go to pornhub <laughs> go to pornhub you can see way more than just a sh- quick shot of a nip you no, want it's a quick more, shot it's more fun with a famous actress come on you know that it is they all look the same they're actually better on pornhub yeah you're probably right so let's but, dig in i want you to start though right. this time because we started i went through the before um don't do your top three yet because with the three we'll go we'll go three three two two one one but give me some outsiders, and then I'll give you some outsiders and why, and then we'll go from there. All right, I got I got a bunch. I'm gonna start with the shows I don't like. <laughs> okay, because okay. So re- these are more recent, and these are more like um, you know original programming on HBO Max. I, I didn't limit it to, to original programming, but I uh, I put these in there because I invested in these series, and they did nothing but let me down. The first one is Raised by Wolves, fucking awful show. I watched every single episode of that stupid fucking sci-fi bullshit, and at the very end, it was the most let-down ending I've ever had in my life. I almost threw my tablet across the room. That's how shitty that show is. Fuck that show. Okay. Uh, fuck Ridley Scott. And then the other one is Perry Mason, which I was very excited about. That um, Not necessarily an HBO Max original, but it's an HBO original that's on okay. HBO Max. And it's I figured it would be a murder mystery, you know, set around the 40s with a lot of, you know, fast... You know, fast-paced, old-timey dialogue and stuff. No, boring as fuck. Uh, uh, you know, I'd rather be hit in the dick with a two-by-four than watch that show. <laughs> Terrible show. <laughs> to coin a phrase, to quote you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I got a big dick, though, so continue. <laughs> so those are just the two ones I didn't like as I was scrolling. I just wanted to point those out in case anyone's thinking about watching those, interested in watching those. Please don't watch them. They're fucking terrible. The two shows you can watch that are on uh, that are on HBO Max right now. Actually, you know what? I don't want to get into that yet. The the other shows that I wanted to bring up. These are kind of outlier shows. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Right. But but I wanted to bring these up. Bored to Death. I, just, Justin, I know you would not like this show, but this is an no. HBO original. Ted Danson, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, very kind of literate, you know, Upper East Side Manhattan white guy problems. Uh, type of show, but they do it with a wink and in such a way that makes me really enjoy it and laugh my head off at it. Uh, and they're they're constantly getting high and fucking around and doing stupid stuff. That show only lasted a season, but the, like the nine or ten episodes are well worth it uh, to dig All into right. it and watch it because it's very very fun. Um, the other one is, and you know this one, Justin, I'm sure, Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe one of the funniest shows ever. Uh, right up there with It's Always Sunny and. South Park and all sort of these irreverent television shows that just are fast-paced and funny. Uh, Quick question, Jim. Yeah. yeah. When I told you 2010 and above. <laughs> I completely dis- disregarded. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, so so I have one that I disregarded, and, and I said it has a lot of potential, but it sucked. And that was 2009, the same thing. I mean, the, yeah. the disregards is obviously we don't have the Sopranos in there, the Wire, or any of that shit. Yeah. But I did want to point out 
that on HBO Max, those do exist. And you can watch all those old shows. Sure. And I mean, for my money, there's never been a better show than Sopranos. Love that show. Yeah, you, I'm not. You've got I'm murder. Not... You got sex. You got you got comedy. You've got tragedy. You've got mental illness. You've got a East Coast guys doing East Coast shit. Love that show. So good. I'm going to tell you why I don't like it, Jim. Is because no, I do because I didn't watch it. And I, I will. It's not that I don't like it. It wasn't around the time of Jersey Shore. I could be completely bullshitting, but here's the thing: then this negative. I think we always talk about the negative perception of Italian. There's like three successful Italians in this world. Fauci, Gardi, and Cuomo. And Cuomo started fucking other girls, so now it's Fauci and Gardi. You notice how no one's talking about that anymore, though. Like, that completely fell off the radar. That was big news for, like, two days, and no one's talked about it. All right, so Fauci, Gardi, and Cuomo. You know, name me. Can you name anyone out there, you know, when you go to your optometrist, your gynecologist, your cardiologist, anyone have an Italian last name? (laughs) (laughs) To any of them. No. 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 Italians aren't cardiologists. um, they don't grow They're up not cardiologists. <laughs> no, no. They're construction so, guys. They have they have construct- uh, successful construction businesses. That's what that's successful. what Italian guys do. Well, yeah. So yeah. um They're hard workers. They're hard workers. You, they carry stone, lumber, anything you want all day long. They love it. Well, my favorite is the Italian guy. You don't really know what he does. He's not connected. Because not everyone's connected. That's Italian. Like he just like does odds and jobs, but somehow survives. Like he doesn't actually I have a but cousin that, like that. Like I don't really thing- know what he does. That's the thing about East Coast Italians, too. Every East Coast guy, whether you, whether you were born in North Carolina or Maine, everyone in that general area always acts like they're they're just two degrees of separation away from the fucking, you know, the Gottis or, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, the Scarfettis or whatever. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, my uncle's connected. Everybody I met in, in Philly, every Italian dude I met was like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't mess with me, man. My uncle, my uncle's in the mob or whatever. So they all – that's the thing is it's, it's not a negative – I mean, it is a negative perception of Italians, but it's perpetuated by the Italians themselves because they're always playing that fucking I'm connected game or I'm, I'm in the mafia game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous because most of them probably aren't or not even close. No, not every Italian person from Philly to, to, to <laughs> yeah. Connecticut can be in the mob. Like, it's yeah. just it's impossible. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so keep going. What do you got? Um Oh, the other show I wanted to say, wanted to talk about was Search Party. Um, okay, That's two not great in my seasons. Top three, so. Two great seasons. Uh, it got yeah. really went downhill after that, but uh, I, I like the show. Um, I like all the actors on the show. I think they're all going to go on to do really, really great things. Uh, Aaliyah Shawkat's already doing some cool stuff, but all the other cast members on there are fucking hilarious. So I want that show to be done. I think it is done. I hope it is done. But great, the first two seasons, phenomenal. Uh, very similar to Killing Eve uh, in that, you know, the first couple of seasons are great and then it just yeah. falls off a cliff. Mm. So. I think it was a very good, yeah. Um, now, I didn't mention that those were sort of honorable mentions, but this is my actual list. Of no, just no, 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 te- no. All right. You, what do you mean your actual list? I got an actual list of, of top my three? Top, top three shows and top three movies. Okay, well, I still have... I got some honorables, okay? Okay, well, you give and your honorables. Let's do your That's honorables. how we're doing it. We're going one, one, one. So who's... Okay, so here's my honorables. All right. And it's also going to be ones that... Don't tell me if they're on your list because then that screws the whole thing up. Okay. Okay, one that I know is might be on your list because I looked at the top HBO shows that I think is awful, Silicon Valley. I don't think it's funny. 
I hate the guy. He's fucked now because I think he started banging chicks or whatever. Uh, they're just having what's that guy's name? Yeah, yeah. His uh, I don't know what his name is, but yeah, he's definitely getting kind of me tooed and, and pushed yeah, out. He he's was doing in, like Verizon commercial. How do you win a Silicon Valley show and then Verizon commercial or whatever? You know how much those Verizon commercials probably pay? It was probably impossible to turn those down. No. Um, so that's one that I would never put in there. Westworld, I would never put in there. Chernobyl, I never watched, but I could tell you I would hate it. These are all ones. Big Little Lies, I thought was very repetitive. And that happens with shows. I thought it was a just a it was a soap opera. It was fine. Um one that's on there that I've never seen is The Leftovers. Have you seen The Leftovers? Yeah, I've watched a few episodes of The Leftovers, okay. but that ought to give you all the information you need to know, which is I did not continue with The Leftovers. Sure. Um, Game of Thrones, which don't say that might be on yours. I never watched that. I don't like that medieval bullshit. Go back to see episode one on this podcast, and you can understand why. Um, honorable it's mentions. Not, Here's some honorable It's not mentions. medieval. It's fantasy. That's fantasy, not Yeah, medieval. fantasy. Well, I like right. reality. So then uh, some honorable mentions. I love the documentary Cheshire Murders. Okay. Um, bananas. Absolute bananas. The how, it was very gory. How, I don't know if you know anything about it. The father actually survived. They thought it was the father, but we're not getting into that. I'm just – here's the thing. The other one, because I think he's a very good – I think he is able to interview very well, and it's on HBO Max, is Hot Ones. So oh, there's yeah. a little, so there's a little um, twisty row. Uh, here's a show from 2009, like Eastbound and Down. Funny, they both came out the same year. This show has the most potential out of any show that, I, that on HBO Max. It's Hung. Yeah, that was a good show. No, it was awful. That was the worst show on HBO. The worst show on HBO? No, they're not the worst show on HBO. No, There's Hung's bad, though. terrible shows on HBO. Um, Arliss? You, you don't even remember Arliss. I loved Arliss, dude. I you loved, loved Arliss? With the curly-haired Jewish guy? Of course. Yeah. Dude. I support I support my Ashkenaz. Um, <laughs> next one, Made for Love, which just came out. A lot of potential. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the last five episodes weren't that great. Uh, banana documentaries. So I got a few more. See, Joe, I did okay. my research. Um, you sure did. Class Action Park. Bananas. Some oh, dude yeah. in his that is a fucking <laughs> good movie. Bananas. That's so good. And didn't like Johnny Knoxville go there when he was a kid too? Like, it explains so much. Like, a lot of famous people went to that park when they were kids, and they were like, yeah, people were getting whiplash and breaking arms and going nuts. I mean, totally bananas. Love that. That was so good. An audience, if you haven't seen it, it's basically a water park in New Jersey, which they basically just built slides and did not care what the... Safety. There's there were no safety, safety, no safety yeah. precautions whatsoever. People were dying. They, they're, yeah. they're actually dead people. Um, they they had slides where you know you're going down almost ninety degrees, <laughs> and hitting basically just hitting the ground. Yeah, the water. They had these uh, like they had these um, like Tarzan swings that were like a hundred feet over the water. Yeah, people were doing care. flips and breaking their neck. They just didn't care. So there's that one. Um, the inventor I thought was very good about yeah. the um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the with the oh. Elizabeth Thanos, maybe. Yes. No, or Th- yeah, Thanos, Thanos is the name of the company, but yeah, Elizabeth something with the weird yes. voice. Yes. With yeah, she had a yeah, she had a very weird voice, but I think she did that. There's a specific reason why she has that. Um, yeah, it's called mental illness. <laughs> she was kind of hot though. Did you see when she married the Indian dude that like was her boss or something? 
Yeah, very, very strange story. And that's strange. why it's so great because it's not just about you know, corporate fraud and uh, and sort of hubris and all of these, you know, delusions of grandeur and, you know, how far would you go to lie to be perceived as someone that you think you are or hope you want to be? Yeah. Um, but it, it is about just this woman and her sort of complex uh, attitude and upbringing and, and, and all of her bizarre behavior even afterwards. And it's, it's very, fa- she's a fascinating character. She is. And it's, it's a very interesting documentary. Highly recommend. So uh, just a few more. Uh, here's right. one that's going to be on your list that I've actually never seen. So uh, you know what? I won't even say it, right? I'll mark it if it's not on your list, but I know it's going to be on your list. Wait, is it a movie or a show? Show. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you if you when you when we go through the thing if that's the one. Uh, and then one other, my honorable mention that I watched. And remember, guys, here's the thing. Part of the reason why it's in my top three is because timing is another is another thing. And so just recently, probably a month ago, so my honorable mention is Succession. And I'm going to tell you why it's not in my top three, and it's probably okay. in yours, is very – it's going down the same path. I just it, – it, it's good, and then it just got the same. Um, like who's taking over? Um, I can't even remember their names anymore. Guy – Brother, sister, brother, sister, dad. Brother, sister, brother, sister, dad. It's all kind of the same thing. And, like, I know at the end, it's like, did the dad really know or whatever? Um, so I just I just think it got repetitive. And I know that's on your top three. Uh, I'm going to take a guess. So let's, let's go into the third. Uh, let's go with the, with the top three now, right? And so we'll go with the third. Right. So you give me your two threes. And why. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you my two or three. So I'm going to start with TV shows. And I think you'll be surprised at some of my selections because I did look at, I did in this sort of area, I did keep the 2010 time frame in mind. Okay. But also, uh, you know, all of my favorite, because I'm old, you know, I'm a very old person um, and I'm rickety and I'm, I'll be dead soon. But probably I took, three oh, years. I mean, I, I, got, I got two or three good years left of me probably. Um, I took into account all that information and then just went with not with any sort of prestige. Uh, oh, this show got high ratings or sure. whatever. I just literally went with my gut. These are the top three shows that I like on HBO and HBO Max. And I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. So first, it's Game of Thrones, which is kind of an easy, easy pick for me. Um, not my all time favorite HBO show, but definitely in, in the top five. Uh, very great show. Very entertaining. If you love fantasy and you haven't seen it, I don't think there's anyone out there who loves fantasy and hasn't seen Game of Thrones. But it's a, and you can also rewatch it. I'm thinking about starting to rewatch it again too, just because it's it's so really? complex and so great. Yeah, it's such a great show. Um, my other one is Barry. Uh, maybe one of the best shows out there right now. Wait, time out. You had movies and shows. You just named two shows. Yeah. I'm doing my shows first, and then I'm doing. You movies. stupid motherfucker! You do your number three movie and your number three show, and then I'm gonna do. Oh, oh, okay. God, right. Jesus! All right, I just got one. Guys, one. take kids, it easy. Kid, kids, 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 just listen. Just I want you to listen to one thing. It's not crucial. I know it's not crucial, and there are people who survive. But if you can go out there and get yourself a college education, really do. <laughs> Because the 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 under the the listening with understanding is horrendous. 
All right. So my movie. All right. Uh, I've got I've got three sections, and I picked one from each section for my top three. So you can oh, wow. pick which which one you want to hear from: classic movie, underrated movie, or oh, wow. rom com. I want to hear all your threes. Okay. Uh, well, hmm, let's see. All right. So threes in classic movies. This might not follow the timeline. I tried to try to keep it as as close to the timeline as I possibly could, but uh, the town. Gotta put it in uh, there. Yeah, that's love, nah. love the town. Great fucking movie. I'm ben curious what you're gonna put ahead of that, but we'll continue. Oh, there's okay. there's a few. Underrated. I'm putting in timeline again. I'm I'm going back to Gerard Butler. He's uh he's a great guy. That's a fantastic movie. You would not like it because it's about time travel and middle medieval bullshit. You would you would hate it. But that movie is just entertainment from beginning to end. Gerard Butler's in it. Gerard's one of our top guys. So I uh, had to pick that one. And then right. rom-coms, there's a there. I'm gonna just pick my number three, uh, but there's a lot. There are a lot of, and I all, also wasn't gonna go into rom-coms when I first started looking at this, and then I started scrolling through the rom-coms, and I was like, "That's a fucking great movie. That's a fucking great movie. That's a really fucking great movie. Right. so. Oh, there's a ton of great rom-coms in there, and I could I could rattle them all off for you right now, but uh, the one I will pick is uh, Adventureland, which I liked a lot with Jesse Eisenberg and, yeah. and Kristen Stewart and and uh, what's his name from Barry. Uh, it was an entertaining movie uh, and really enjoyed the soundtrack. So that was a, that was a big part of it. So that's my three inside the three. And my so and let my me ask you real quick. Show. Okay, so let me ask you out of those out of the three movies inside your three, which one's the top? The town, right? Yeah. Yeah. Easy. So I mean, I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to put it over timeline, and I'm not going to put it over Adventureland. So yeah, the town. Okay, all right. So I'm going to go with my three, my first, my okay. third, because I okay. And this is yeah. so it's a mixture, so you understand. Um, mm-hmm. So, hands down. Sorry about that. You know, I get distracted. My mother's text. Will you stop texting me? These Italian mothers are. I mean, like, you know, it's unbelievable. Okay, so I chose this number three because this this documentary, folks, is bananas. Wow. Okay. okay. And you actually watched the movie on Hulu, which is based off of it, that you said was pretty good. But when a mother is able to basically manipulate her daughter into thinking that her legs don't work, among other things, is the most mind-boggling thing I've ever heard. So the, the documentary is Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah. And the girl is in a wheelchair. Folks, you got to watch this. And there's actually a video of, of in, in the documentary where she's playing with her kid and she throws her in the snow. The kid, who I don't know, is probably 12, 13, maybe older, she's just in the snow, and they pick her up and put her on the thing. Like, it's mind-boggling. Her legs worked, among other diseases, that she believed she had. Um, so I think that's incredible. Like, And the more incredible part about it is, is that the girl, I forgot her name, Gypsy maybe, that might be the mother, doesn't really yeah matter. i think you're right that movie that that is a banana bananas movie. I, I bananas yeah. i can't i can't get my son to tell me what his what his mother <laughs> says about me and pay and try to pay him off on it you know yeah. and this mother is telling your kid that her legs don't work 
And then, and so <laughs> and she's believing her, and she's believed it her whole life, and so um, uh, she got a boyfriend, the kid, and then they killed the mother, and now the kid was she might still be in jail, or she. Ha- well, I don't understand why you'd ever have to go to jail for that. I mean, like, it's child abuse. You have to go to no, you have to go no to not jail child, child abuse. abuse. The kid killed her mother. Oh right, yeah. Because then well, she found out she murder's still illegal. I think. Um, yeah, I understand that, but I just think that's just bananas. The whole, the whole story is just absolute bananas. And Run, I believe, is the movie in Hulu. Um, that's what it's based off of. But watch the documentary. I watched Run. Very, yeah, it is. It is based on that. But yeah, the documentary is great, and Run's great too. Run, yeah, Run's a good movie. I and so I chose that just because I thought it was, it's amazing um, how manipulative people can be, and it's like amazing how. I'm not able to do any of that. And I'm not even saying with my kids, just how you can, and you hear this a lot with people, um, you know, and just, it's it's amazing how, what you can get people to believe. Um, So that's my number three, Jim. Uh, Okay. Let's go to your number two. Let's go to your number two show. Number two show. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, the flight attendant. Oh, Get out! Loved it. Hang Loved this, Kaylee Cuoco. Hang this thing up. Cancel this. Cancel this doc. This episode. <laughs> you have. You have from 2010 on. Yeah. From 2000, I have reasoning for mommy dead, and dearest. You have from 2010 on HBO shows. Yes. The flight attendant being at number two. Now I told you. I told you. I looked at the timeline. I looked at the shows that I actually watched and I really liked. And I just said, fuck it. And I picked the flight attendant. I'm not I'm not going to um, apologize right. for that. I love yes. Kaylee Cuoco. I thought it was a fun show. It kept my attention from beginning to end. They're coming out with another season. I'm very excited for it. That's it. Uh, okay. One thing about that. I think it got stupid. She's the, of course it did. The whole thing's stupid. Where she's, she's talking CIA to the guy agent. in her mind. She's disappearing That's inside fine. of him. That's fine. Then the, the flight attendant's really a CIA agent, and so is the gay flight attendant, and now they're all like CIA agents or FBI. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's just, that, that's where it got real stupid. I think they could have really made it a, a little more serious with the joking matter, but like now it's like ridiculous, you know? It's like, what's the next twist and turn? Yes, um, I agree. That's I thought it was a good dumb. show. For you to put it at number two, bananas. Well... You know, I did what I did. I feel uh, no guilt or remorse about it whatsoever. And, yeah. you know, I'm just going to continue to do what I do. It's it's not uh, the best show that's ever been made. I never claimed that it was. All I said was, I was entertained by it. I like Kaylee Cuoco. I think she's got, uh, you know, something that it that it factor. Um, and I think that she's, uh, she's fun to watch. And it was a fun show. Just beginning now, it was just fun. Yeah. All right. So right. that's it. What about your um what was it? Oh yeah, my my rom coms, my underrateds and my tops. Uh okay okay. Uh rom com number two would be and this one's outside of the time frame, but it's pretty close. Music and lyrics, which is uh a rom com with uh Drew Barrymore and uh that British fuck, what's his name? Um, I can't remember it, but it doesn't matter. But it's a it's a fun rom com. It's about a, a guy who was a famous pop songwriter in the eighties, 
and a girl who's kind of floating around and doesn't know what she wants to do. She writes the lyrics, he writes the music. They get together. It's it's kind of a heartwarming, cute little story. I enjoyed it. Uh, in my underrateds, my number two would be Underwater, which I don't know if that's necessarily underrated because oh, like it's got Chris, Kristen Stewart in it and she's kind of a big star, but I just don't think really people talked about that movie that much. Like it came out and just seemed to kind of disappear. And I, that movie's a lot of fun for me. The first ten minutes of that movie, shit, that's a, that's a lot of fun. It holds really it holds like your it. attention yeah. right after. Yeah, I thought that was a real good movie. I thought the monster at the end was stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it get, when it gets into fantasy, that's when you turn off. But when, no, it's, when it feels like I would have taken fantasy if it was a little more realistic than some big blob the size. And the other thing I hate about those movies is how the hell did she survive? The other guys die at the snap of their fingers, and she's lying on the floor crawling at least make it a little more realistic because <laughs> then her like mass bro her her uh helmet br- yeah no it's not my thing it's, but i thought it was good it was a good show yeah movie oh yeah got, it'll get you through that's the point it'll i've watched it twice through. actually because uh yeah i was so bored one night i was just like you know i'll watch it yeah it is good i like that one i like that one with jake gyllenhaal with the thing that's uh alive in the in the uh, space shuttle Oh, life! Yeah, that is a good. That's that's a good one. I haven't thought about that one in a while. Is that on HBO Max? No, I just I was I was on a kick with the science fiction thing for a little bit less than a year ago, um, or not even so. Whatever you want to call this genre, um, I put those two kind of in the same uh, boat, and so I watched them pretty uh, close together, maybe even you know back to back nights. Um, so that's your that's your uh, underrated. And then what about your rom com? I uh, did my rom-com already. That was my underrated. My top one is, this is kind of a weird one. Oh, but wait, you did your, oh, the music and lyrics. Okay. Yeah, the music and lyrics. Yeah, that was my rom-com. Uh, this is kind of a weird one, and I don't, I'm not, again, not going to apologize for it. It fits inside the time frame, and it's a movie that I've recently discovered that I can watch over and over and over and over and over again, partly because of the cast, but there are a lot of great scenes in this. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. And... I love this movie because it's a Batman movie, yeah. I mean, and it's one it's part of maybe the best Batman trilogy out. But everyone made fun of Tom Hardy as Bane in this movie because he did that, oh, I'm Bane and I was born in the dark and all that craziness. Uh, but his character and the way that he pulls this off and even the voice that he uses um, is just so goddamn entertaining and so great. Like Just like everything else that Tom Hardy does. And we will definitely have to do a Tom Hardy episode. Um, but yeah, Dark Knight Rises, that's my number two. Interesting. I think the town is way better than Dark Knight Rises. And I probably I probably would have switched those at a certain point in my life, but I have watched and we're and I'm, when I think about movies that I like or top movies that I, that we're talking about right now, I'm talking about movies that I have not only watched more than 10 or 15 times. But if it was on TV right now, I would stop and watch the rest of the movie. And Can we talk town- serious right now? Yeah. I think your list is awful right now. I think this list is disgusting. I don't give a, f- I don't give a fuck what you think of my list. My it's list not- is, is my list. I'm shocked. It's just you're throwing like... All right. You're just throwing things. You're throwing There's things so up. much content on HBO Max that it's hard to pick. And also trying to stay inside of that time frame makes it hard to pick too. Because... If I if it was any time frame, then my picks would be like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and you know what I mean. Like they, they would be classic movies that that I actually really do love and have a special connection to. 
I wouldn't say that I love and have a special connection to The Town or The Dark Knight Rises, but if I'm talking about movies that are just very watchable movies that I really enjoy, then both of those fit the bill. And I've seen The Town way more than I've seen The Dark Knight Rises, and that's why they're number three and number two. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do my number two now? Yeah. Okay, so... Now, hopefully my audience can... um, listen with better understanding here so number two and the reason it's number two is because of timing you know everyone in the last year was depressed some people are still depressed you've probably always been depressed um (laughs) so some of this has to do with with timing and so the undoing is going at number two the undoing yeah uh so the time it came out because we were, we wanted a show, a movie. We wanted something to come out, something that we could watch, and it held our attention each, uh, each week for six weeks. Um, is it a top three show on HBO? I don't know. It might be. It might not be. That's that's for debate. It's in my top three because a lot of it has to do with when it came out um, and how much it held our attention. We were talking about it every time, and then the theories of. You know, who killed the girl and all that. And so uh, that's my number two. I was going to say, that's a... I agree with you. That's a that's a good number two. It's definitely a pandemic pick. I think maybe if it wasn't the pandemic, that might not be in your top three. But because we there was such a dearth of new material. I mean, there was new material coming out, but it wasn't like top tier shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is when you... This is when... The pandemic is when you and, you and I got into... We had to lower our expectations from bangers to getting it done. Sure. Right? And I would say that The Undoing falls square in between a banger and getting it done. It holds yeah. your attention. It's definitely getting the job done. It's doing more than getting the job done. It's getting you speculating. It's getting you in- interested week after week. So The Undoing definitely did a good job in that. But I also think that in any other year, in any other year where they're releasing television shows and movies at the same pace and the same clip that they have in the past... The Undoing might not even be on our radar, but you're right. In a I pandemic, don't know about radar, Jim. It was pretty good. It was good. It was good. But I'm saying it's a pandemic pick. It's definitely a pandemic pick. All right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'm not impugning your pick. I agree with you. I'm just saying that I don't know if it would be as high up on your list if if it was a regular year. It might be. I think I'm not doing the show justice because we also always knock on shows like it, the show is good. The the one thing it didn't have was that crazy twist at the end, which it des- didn't necessarily need. Um, I mean, if if we just read the title of the book, you should have known that probably would have given it away. But right, um, and it but that's what it, that's the genius of the show. That's what it did so well was that everyone knew the book; they knew how it was going to end. And they were like, well, they're not going to do the same thing on the show, right? So everyone literally had that in their head. And about halfway through the season, you'll remember, Justin, I said this. I said, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to, it's going to be the person that you think it's going to be. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to give anybody spoilers, even though it's been out for a while. But it's going to be the person you think it's going to be because that's the curve. That's the, that's the twist, right? Is that you don't think it's going to be him, and then it is him. What was our number two on Netflix? Ozark was Shit. one. What was our number two? Uh, give me one second and I'll tell you. Got my computer right here. 
It was the same thing. It was. It's, this is obvious. Uh, was it I Care A Lot? Was it Ozark? Yeah, it was I Care A Lot. Yeah, Ozark yeah. was one. What's better, I, I Care A Lot or The Undoing? I Care A Lot. That's a pretty, that's a pretty quick response. They both do the same thing. One's a movie and one's a television show. You probably get more entertainment out of The Undoing, but they both do similar things where they throw you that... They, there's twists. You know, That's something we talked about in the first episode. Gotta have twists. The twists have gotta be in there. And both of them had it. I just think as far as relevant commentary on the world and entertainment value, I would say I Care A Lot is is better than The Undoing. But The Undoing, if we're looking for just pound-for-pound pound entertainment, The Undoing has a beat because we're talking about six hours as opposed to two. All right. Um, let's, go to the, let's go to the number one. And my number one is not as strong as Ozark. Okay, I just want to, before we get into ours and all that, I'm not so confident in my number one. To be quite honest with you. You're going to hate my number one. I, I mean, I already know that. That's not... <laughs> that's not something that I'm that I'm even speculating about. You're going to hate it. And you probably haven't seen it, but you're still going to hate it. It doesn't I, matter. Well, I wonder if it's... I wonder if it's what I said. Um, get into it. All right. So, my number three rom-com, and this is outside of the 10-year the uh, spectrum is Once. It's a movie that I'm sure you haven't seen, Justin, but it's about a singer-songwriter with a guitar, and he meets a pretty girl, and they then they start writing songs together, and then it's it's a really sappy... But it was done... It's a very cheap, independent movie, but it holds your attention the entire time, uh, which is hard to do. Um, but yeah, Once, fantastic movie. That, I think that came out like 2006. That's your number one, not number three. Number one rom-com. That's my number one rom-com is Once. What's on, the on movie HBO. called? Once? Once. All right. Yeah, well, all right. You'll hate it, but I love the music in it, and I love the acting. There's nothing and, to and... hate. I'm never going to watch it. So. Right, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Jim. Uh, that is... Once? That's what the movie's once. called, Once. The movie is called Once. I'm going to it right I now. mean, you should check it out. You should check it out. Um, all right. Uh, what's the next one that I had? Oh, Underrated. Um, the watch. Have you seen the watch? It's funny because I'm looking at it right now. I, th- uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. I it's got know. aliens in it. That's I not don't know your if it's thing. Under- no, no, it's not that it's not my thing. It's not. I, it's. It's. I don't think it's. I think it's stupid. I don't know why it's. Because it came up as like an underrated thing on like I know one of the articles I read. Yeah, I don't know. I absolutely hate that picture. I hate all your picks right now. I cannot. I know. We're very different. That's what makes the show good. That's I'm, I'm uh, Robert Plant and you're Jimmy Page. We, you know, it's the push pull. You know, no, you gotta have that. No, I'm trying to think of someone who's a complete fuck up, and then the guy who brings everyone together. <laughs> I'll come back with it. It's just no, no. Listen, no, we're not completely different, but we are. But I just yeah. But I can also, um, I can also like your picks. I hate your order i don't hate all of them i just hate the whole thing yeah that's fine i mean you can hate it i mean i I think hate's a very very strong word to use about someone's fucking picks about a goddamn streaming service but i mean if if you hate it you hate it yeah don't like it that's fine not upset all right my number one number one on hbo max in the past 10 years mad max fury road my fucking god 
I Jim, um, I cannot. A, another Tom, another Tom Hardy pick. But hear me out before you start fucking getting all butthurt about my picks. First of all, Tom Hardy is Mad Max. Phenomenal casting, amazing casting. You've got Charlize Theron in there as Furiosa. She's getting a standalone movie as Furiosa, by the way, too. They then you've got one of. Yeah, they do. I know they did not get along. Um, then you've got you got Zoe Kravitz in there. Um, you got kids that are infected by cancer that think they're going to go to Valhalla and they spray paint themselves chrome. You've got a terrible dystopian nightmare of the future, uh, uh, thousands and thousands of miles of desert, and just action packed from the beginning of the movie to the very end of the movie. There is not a dull fucking moment. You cannot squeeze a fucking hair in between action sequence to action sequence in that movie, and it is it is so entertaining and so good. Uh, I don't care what you think. That is definitely my number one on HBO Max. I'm speechless. I'm, well, ab- I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely speechless. Now you don't have to like these, Guardy. That's no one ever said that you, you're going to have to sit down and watch these movies, or you have to like them. I'm just saying, for me, for my entertainment dollar, for my money, there is not a more entertaining movie on HBO Max than Mad Max Fury Road. See, but then this brings up this brings up a bigger issue. Because I'm listening to your responses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do I even, why do I even waste my time even associate myself with you? <laughs> like, like, no, I'm serious, Jim. I'm serious. No, elaborate, like, elaborate. What, what do you mean by that? When I'm with someone, whether we're going to sushi restaurant, whatever, wherever I'm with, you know, and I'm and I associate myself with people, I usually like what they're thinking for the most part. Like, like it's just, I can't understand any of this. I think How do you know what someone's thinking? You no, no, just like, just like what your overall thinking about in different things. Like, like, you know, like I wouldn't hang out with someone who thought that like, uh, you know, Tenet was a good movie, something like that on the movie side of things. And like, I just, I can't get into this, dude. This, this baffles me more. And guys, let me just do a quick story. We used to go to lunch. This is every- hold on before before you jump into before you jump into this. Yeah. This is the way you're reacting to this is the way I would react if someone told me that they voted for Donald Trump. Like, yeah, I would this get, is pretty close. I would freak out. I would I would be like, I hate you. I this I don't I don't know who you are anymore. I would get so upset because that's about something that actually matters. We're talking about movies and not just movies. We're talking about movies on HBO Max specifically and not only movies on HBO Max but movies on HBO Max in the past 10 years. Jim, you're, now, li- you're I'm listening. dying to hear your number 1. I'm dying because I'm going to tear it to shreds no matter what it is. Okay, well but- here's the thing. No, Jim, stop. <laughs> it baffles me and folks, I'm, I I'm going to give you a little story that and, and this is what baffles me more about Jim, but I'm going to be honest with you, this might be the last podcast. I don't know. And so Jim and I used to go to lunch every day. Now, when you're a grown adult, I mean, you don't even have to be a grown adult. You could be 13, 12. I mean, you know, you can control yourself. You know, you know what to do when to go. You know when not to go. This guy, <laughs> this guy, we walk in the front door of a sushi restaurant. You know, there's, I go <laughs> straight. Pre-pandemic, by the way. Pre-pandemic. I go straight to the, to, the, to the table. That's where you're supposed to go. They give you water. They give you you know, they ask what you want. I'm always saying I want the uh, uh, gyoza. I mean, it's love fresh a, off the love thing. Love a boat. Love a gyoza. Love, love a sushi. A but, but Jim's not there. Guys, Jim's not at the no. table. And you're wondering, no. where is Jim? Is he? Did he forget his keys? Is he hitting on the you know, the girl at the front who's uh, saying, you know, what do they call those people? I forgot, you know. Hostess. Yeah, that's not part of the story. No. 
Jim's blowing ass in the in the bathroom. <laughs> now let me ask you guys. You're work you're at work. First of all, I don't think you should blow ass anywhere but home. But but you're at work from eight to like eleven, eleven thirty, right? So you're yeah. there for three and a half hours. You get in the car and drive five minutes to the sushi restaurant. So you're telling me from eleven thirty now it takes two minutes to walk to the car from eleven thirty to eleven thirty seven is when your butt told you I need a blow ass. And so you walk straight into the sushi restaurant to shit in a restaurant. <laughs> that, guys, let me tell you something. That baffles me. Like, and, and the reason we talk about let this me, is because let I... Let me ask you this. Live. Have you ever been, have you ever eaten something wrong? You've been out in public and you just had to shit? Like, not in a normal time, not at home, but it was just an emergency and you had to go? You had to go? Jim, we didn't eat yet. No, I know, but sometimes you just kind of shit. No, Jim. I wake up within the first 30 minutes I go, and I don't have to go ever again till the next morning. See, that's like my wife. She doesn't go all And that's how goes it goes. in the morning, and she's done for the day. I, Dude, for, with me, I'm just eating and shitting all day. Like, I'll... <laughs> I'll wake up. I don't eat breakfast. Uh, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. I drink water to try to get things going. I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, but once I have lunch, I eat a big lunch. I got to take a shit, like immediately. I have to take a shit. And then that's usually when I shit. It's like right after lunch. And then the rest of the day, I'm good. Jim, you're also one of those guys who, like, you'll go anywhere. Oh, for sure. Well, dude, I worked construction for three years. And we used to have to go in the porta potties. And I don't know if you've ever been on a construction site porta potty. I mean, I'm sure you've been in like a music music festival porta potty, and those are pretty fucking disgusting. But a construction site porta potty is, uh, I mean, it's a you're gonna die if you go in there. First of all, the smell, uh, the bacteria, the what the people are eating and shitting out in there, it's disgusting. So you know, you gotta shit on a construction site. You got two options: you go into the porta potty and you and you die. Or you take a five-gallon bucket into the basement and shit, shit down there. And that's normally so, what I did. So. Well, actually, the last time I was in a porta party was at a college football tailgate, and I was blowing Adderall. Not off the toilet, just straight up my nose with the beads. That's a whole other story. But I get what you're saying. I just I just think it's I, – I was also 25, by the way, guys. That was like a long time ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't abuse drugs anymore. Nope. I don't abuse drugs. No. You're a good uh, guy. You're a top guy. Top guys don't abuse drugs, kids. Remember that. Stay in school, brush your teeth, uh, eat, take your vitamins. But uh, Yeah, and the reason we talk about this blowing ass and then we're done with this conversation is, you know, sometimes I go to work early. I'm an overachiever. No big deal. You know, I'm, you know, it is what it is. Um, actually, no, it's simply because just, I'm just going to work. Anyways, there's guys in there blowing ass. It's like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Now, it's kind of similar to the gym situation. You wake up in the at home. Maybe you have a cup of coffee. Maybe you're not. I'm hoping your shower. You're 45 years old. You know you don't wake up and go straight to work. That's disgusting. But you know some people do that. You probably do that shit. <laughs> Anyways, when you get to work, is you all of a sudden? Oh, you know what? Hmm. Four floors, eight bathrooms. Oh, there's a bunch of people here. Maybe I'm just gonna take a shit in the bathroom. I mean. Just, do, I think there honestly should be a universal rule. You cannot go to work unless you poop first, because it's disgusting. Well, I just don't dude, get it. Just, I, I want to tell you the story, and then I really want to get off this subject because I don't want to talk about shit for the rest of the podcast. But when I worked at Oracle, this was a this was a constant thing. So Oracle was, I mean, obviously a lot of a lot of uh, employees there. We had four floors, similar to, to SolarWinds. We had four floors. 
there was uh, a big bathroom on one end, a big bathroom on the other end, and a couple of little bathrooms in the middle. There were days where after lunch, when I had to take my after lunch shit, I would look in the first bathroom, every stall full, everyone in there just blowing ass. Go down to the little bathroom, every stall full, everyone in there blowing ass. The two little bathrooms, both doors locked. Go up to the second floor, same thing. Third floor, same thing. Fourth floor, I'd finally find a stall open, but there'd only be one. So literally in this in this office building filled with people, uh, between the hours of 11 and 12, there was pretty much always someone in every stall in every bathroom. That's Disgusting. I don't like shitting next to someone. I, I guess see, no. I'm not like a guy's guy where I like like throwing poop in round floors and jumping in mud and stuff. Like I don't like that stuff. For all like I'm more of like a. It's not my thing. I don't like Dutch ovening people. <laughs> you know, uh, no, I don't. I'm not into that either. My wife and I are been married 14 years, love her dearly. But like we look at other couples and like they're like, oh yeah, we fart in front of each other and it's funny and stuff. We we do not do that. We shit with the door closed. We don't, you know, if we can help it, we don't fart in front of each other. Sometimes we do. You know, it slips out and we laugh about it. But we're not like farting on each other doing Dutch ovens. We're not doing any of that shit. We're trying to keep it as. Uh, keep our marriage and our interest in each other sexually, you know, as high as we possibly can after 14 years. And when you're farting and shitting all over the place, they just that's not going to work. No, so, it's like poop is just like, uh, that's the other thing. Like when people are like coming out of the bed, I don't want to shake your like, and then like people are like baking cookies with their hands and stuff. It's like, that's disgusting. I can't, you know what? People are disgusting. And you know what? You are too. So I don't know. Yeah. So let's get into our number one. Did you even say you're one? We went on a tangent about you. Yeah, I said Mad Max Fury Road, and then you said you didn't want to know me anymore, and this might be the last podcast. Okay, so you have to give your show now. I gave my show. My number one show was, are you paying attention, dude? Did you go to college? Yeah. What college did you go to? You didn't give the number one show. Oh, no, I gave it up early in the beginning. It was Barry. Then what was your number two show? Game of Thrones. And what was your number three show? Your number three show is Barry. What was your number one show? What college did you go to, asshole? Oh, shit. I think you got me. I did get you. So you you got me burnt. I know I did. Uh, no, no, no. My number two show was Flight Attendant. My number three show was Barry. Game of Thrones. And my number one show was Barry. So why did you ever mention Barry at the beginning? I, when you listen to this. I, because I was going through my number ones. I, I literally went through my number ones, and then you freaked out because I didn't go to college and I didn't. I don't have any, oh, yeah, you, uh, you know, ways of listening that you approve of. So you got all mad. But Barry was my number one. Barry is my number one. I stand by Barry. Okay. Well, first, there's a show you missed. I didn't watch it because I just never did, and I probably should. Do you know what show you missed that you probably would have been in your top three? What's that? I'll give you True Detective. I didn't put it in my top three because season two and season three were so boring and stupid. Season one, fantastic. Love season one of True Detective. Season two and season three sucked. So I didn't put it in there. Okay. So Barry's my number one, but it's not necessarily my number one, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Like, it is. There's so many. Okay. So I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's a good thing. There are so many good shows on – or. Shows I liked, I just couldn't come with a clear one. Like Ozark on Netflix, I think is the best show on Netflix, right? Oh, for sure. I just couldn't. I mean, I put Barry at number one. 
I think season three is not going to be that good whenever it comes out. That's what I was going to say is uh, I'm reserving my overall judgment on Barry for season three. I don't think it's going to be very good because it's starting to become what you didn't like about Big Little Lies, which is just kind of the same thing repetitive sure. over and over again. Like Succession. That's what HBO does. They find this formula that works and they do it season Entourage, over season. Ballers. Yeah. They're all the same. All the same thing. So, that's so Barry's kind of starting to do that. So I'm hoping that season three is going to be like a total fucking curveball, but we'll see. So, yeah. That, I mean, that's my number one. It doesn't compete with Ozark. You know, as we talk about this, Ozark, I mean, Ozark might be a top 10 show of all time on my list. Yeah. I'm I, not disagreeing with you on that. That's that's definitely very high on my list, too. It's very high. And if I could watch – if we if I watch next season, I'm like, holy shit, that was good, right? Because with a lot of these shows, we're already in season three and saying, ah, right? Like Search Party, yeah. Killing E. Actually, every show. I don't think there's a show that we're waiting for next season. I mean, Barry, we're waiting for next season, but we can almost anticipate that there's an uh on season three. Is there another show that we are not uhing about? Well, you liked Game of Thrones. Were you ever uhing on Game of Thrones? No, I was. I was totally sucked into that show from the first season all the way through to the sixth. But it took so long with that show too because the production values were so high. So the time in between seasons was so long that you just kind of didn't give a shit. Um, plus, also that that's one of an outliers because it follows a book series, or at least it did until like I think season four. So that was something where they're actually following a thread, like as opposed to a Barry or a Ballers or an Entourage or one of those shows where they're literally just doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's why that held my my attention. But yeah, I, I agree. It's and I was just thinking, it's funny because I feel like there was a heyday with television shows, whether it was sitcoms or drama television shows, where most of them were kind of shaky in the beginning, you know, and then you get to like season three or season four, and that's really when they would hit their stride. Like, all the writers figured out what they were going to do, and then the show either got funnier or the drama got more interesting. Yeah. Like, The Sopranos, the first couple of seasons were not great. Season three is really where it starts to hit its hit stride, and it gets great from there on out. But it seems like shows nowadays are great, like, for the first two seasons, and then they precipitously drop off a cliff. I'm, and yeah. I don't know what that is or why that is, but it I seems think, to be the case. I don't think you can just keep going. I mean, there's no... Unless you take a real big turn. I mean, you have Sons of Anarchy was able to do that same thing that Ozark's doing where there's a twist. I mean, at one point, I think there was – it went seven seasons. I remember watching all seven, except I didn't watch the last episode because he killed himself. But don't say anything. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, or he drove the motor. That show's, I, that show's been out for a long time, I don't think. Yeah, if you haven't seen – no, because I once told Brad – he was like, I didn't even watch. I was on season seven. This is like four years in. Here's the okay. This is a quick side note. If it's like four years after the season finale, like that is way yeah. past. Like you, you're done. You're not that busy that you couldn't have watched it. Like, like stop. <laughs> like I hate when people say like, or like I think it was Harrison even. Like uh, I didn't watch it yet. It was like. I think it was like the undoing, and he was like two weeks behind. It's like, what are you doing for the five days between the other? Like, right. stop! You're not working. That You're not hard. doing anything. Yeah, yeah. like, like I stop. know you. Yeah, I know what you do. I you come in every weekend, and I say, what do you do? And you say nothing. Yeah. So, and even if you work you nine do. to five without ever getting up, you still got another like five hours in the day and in the week. Like, stop. So stop with this bullshit. Because I remember they were like, oh, we have lives, Guardy. We didn't finish the whole thing. I, I forgot what – it might have been the end of it. And I was about to be like, are you kidding me? 
like it's not so this has to do with the Brad thing too. Like I think I think it was four years later, it might have been three. Like you had your chance. All right. Sons of Anarchy yeah. was a famous show. That's why there's dogs named Jacks, kids names Jacks, people are jerking off to Jacks. You know, he good looking guy. a good looking guy. Yeah, it's a good yeah. look. Charlie, if you're Char- if you Charlie ever, Hoonam. <laughs> yeah. If you're ever listening to this, like, first of all, why are you married? That's stupid. That's the first thing. And second of all, like like I think you're phenomenal looking. Like, what do you do? Like, are you just, you just look at the mirror and say to yourself, like, I am just good. Look, like, what do guys like that even do? But that's not the point. The point is, yeah. Um, Sons of Anarchy was one of those that went seven. Because it's trying things like keep my attention. Like, you look at Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is, it doesn't have twists. and But it just got, it's repetitive. It gets boring. I'm just thinking of long-winded shows. And Ozark's yeah. getting there, but Ozark still has my attention. I want to watch Ozark. You know, I don't want to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I really don't care. Um, Sons well, of Anarchy kept Ozark, my attention. What? Yeah, Ozark is... But the funny thing about Ozark is, is it's doing the similar trope to what these HBO shows do, which is, you know, they're narrowly missing getting killed or getting caught or whatever, but they keep going. But Game of Thrones... Or not Game of Thrones. Ozark is doing it in such a way that it doesn't feel forced or repetitive like they're doing it in such a way where it, it just works also when you have a cast that phenomenal it's really hard to fuck things up L- laura linney and jason bateman are just so fucking good um but yeah great show love that show but it looks like uh we've come up on the time justin it looks like we've said all there is to say we've done all there is to do uh it's time to sign off and and come back next week with another podcast I think next week maybe we'll talk about uh, either Tom Hardy, which I would love to do one of those. No, um, no. I've never. I've what do you think? I haven't seen many. I've seen like one movie of Tom Hardy. What are you talking? About? All right, never mind. We won't do Tom Hardy. I wanted to do the uh, the episode about the you know underrated actors or character actors. Yeah. That might be a good one. Yeah, because I got I I um I already have my number one underrated actor. Um, so, oh, you do? Okay. Well, can I just say it right now? No, with save, dude. Don't release all the magic. Dude, this is that's, dude, that's only, content dude, for the air. It doesn't, dude. Dude, I'm full of content. We could do. Tell so, me off the. Tell me off the air. I'm not going to tell you off the air, but yeah. So we'll do that. Um, next time, we'll do the underrated actors because Tom Hardy. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, if you go back to season one, I made fun of Gerard Butler. Uh, and the way he speaks, and maybe he had a stroke or not. And I'm not saying I'm sorry for it because uh, he probably didn't have a stroke, nor was I really being that inappropriate. What I want you to do is go to the Netflix show uh, Why Did You Kill Me? about a mother and a niece who... uh, Oh, I saw this. Yeah, watch how the mother talks. She talks the same way Gerard Butler does, and she was a meth addict. So put the two and two together. Huh. Yeah, interesting. All right. Watch the way she's... Watch the way the second... This movie starts. She was being interviewed, and she talks from the side of her mouth. And I was like, "Is that Gerard's mom?" But it couldn't be Gerard's mom. Gerard's mom doesn't live in California, and Gerard's sister then wouldn't have been murdered by a gang member. But maybe he did, you know? But, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe there is some relation, and I'm just catching on right now. And I just found something that Gerard's got like illegitimate like family that he doesn't want to talk about. I mean, well, I'll have to look and see what's up with this girl's mouth because I know that you have a thing about mouths. It's a weird thing, but we'll uh, I'll take a look and we'll we'll uh, I'll weigh in on this in the next podcast at the beginning. Right. We'll talk about mouths. Perfect. We'll start out with mouths next time. All I right, can't. Great. Well, listen, uh, Justin, it's been a pleasure as always for uh, Top Guys Movies podcast. I'm Jim and I'm Justin. 
and we will uh, talk to you later.